0: Aloha and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Got Your Six podcast. This six-question podcast brings together high performers to share their methods, strategies, and ideas, delivered in an informative and, most importantly, actionable way that will help you lead yourself and those around you from the battlefield to the boardroom. Coming to you every episode, I'm your host, Tony Nash. and into the Breach.
1: Nothing mentioned on this podcast is an endorsement or opinion of the Department of Defense. I got your six, we got your back. Got you six, we got you back. Got you six, we got, got you back. I got you six.
0: I don't know what you've been told.
1: The views we have are all our own. Yes, we serve the DOD,
0: but my opinions come from me. Yeah, I got you six, we got you back. I got you six. We got you back. I got you six. We got you back. I got you six. Okay. Oh. Hey Sixers. This week our guest is Michael Bloomling Jr., a United States Army veteran, three-time author, and previous U.S. congressional candidate. Michael is passionate about inspiring others and helping veterans transition to civilian life. Michael is a survivor of abuse from his father growing up. And he now seeks to help fellow survivors by sharing how he learned to free himself from fear, break the cycle of abuse, and trusting people again. In 2020, he ran for election for US representative of Florida's 21st congressional district. He had previously founded Power of One, a firm that provided leadership and life coaching. Michael obtained his degrees in business administration from the East Coast Polytechnical Institute in 2012 and his master's degree in human resources from Penn State in 2014. After the election in 2020, Michael realized he needed to take time for himself, and he needed to reach out for help. This help came in the form of his German boxer, service dog, Chanel, who you can see all over Instagram. Michael also firmly believes that each person has the power to deal with adversity, move forward, no matter the circumstances. Sixers, we have an incredible episode today. Michael Bloomling Jr. is here with me. We talk about somebody that's lived many lives from the Army, running for Congress. He's just had his hands all over everything. He's seen a lot, been through a lot, and we're just really grateful he's sharing his story today. Michael, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate being on Gotcha 6, dude. It's such an honor, man. And uh, let's, let's help those uh, veterans in need every chance we get. Let's try to inspire some people and let's, uh, let's move the needle, man. That's what it's all about. So, as we look back kind
0: of on your military service, what's something you typically implement daily that you took away from your time in the military, especially being fourth generation?
1: Yeah, no, for me, I mean, growing up in a military household, you know, my dad was very strict and, you know, my story is well documented, but he turned to drugs and alcohol. He was in Vietnam on USS Kitty Hawk and um, he just, you know, he just abused my mom and myself. We had a really traumatic childhood and, and that's really what taught me the fundamentals. But it was, you know, folding your your bed, the four corners, a quarter bouncing off it, you know, growing up in that kind of, you know, really tough. And my dad was on a flight deck. He worked there. And I I talk about this sometimes, but I remember looking at his book and seeing all the sailors and just thousands of sailors that were on that ship. And I never thought I was actually going to join the military, but seeing them on that ship, it was just like, I was in awe. Like I thought they were all heroes as a little kid, you know, just looking through the books. And I think, a lot of that is lost here in society, and we'll get into some of the things I see current issues for veterans and why I ran for U.S. Congress and while I'll probably end up running again in the future. But when I, what I learned most in the military is God, family, country, and duty first. And so I served in the 1st Infantry Division. I was a mechanized infantry non-commissioned officer. And when I served, it's no mission too difficult, no sacrifice too great, duty first. I served overseas for three and a half years, and, and I was in Macedonia, Kosovo, the K-4 operation. I was serving in Germany on 9-11. Um, you know, I didn't go to Ira- Iraq or Afghanistan, and uh, you know, I don't think anybody purposely wants to go. You know, But if I was called, I would have done it, but my four-year enlistment was up December 31-01. But what I learned most in the military is that I wouldn't be where I am without the military, and we wouldn't be as a country where we're at without the sacrifices.
0: Yeah. So you had that discipline instilled early on, like you talked about making the, the corners of the beds, so the quarter can bounce off of it. And you were really inspired by, you know, those books on your father's shelf. And I know there's there's a lot to go in there with your dad and yours relationship. And I know you've covered that in depth. Was that the book that really inspired you, that like really greatly influenced your life, or was there another one or a course or something else that really just kind of inspired you to be who you are today?
1: The main thing that for me is is just where I came from. I wanted to be somebody, you know, and like that's what I was trying to allude to. When I was younger, I was trying to be somebody and it was an outward thing, but then I matured and I grew up and I really re- realized where my core was. So I don't think it was a book, it was more my circumstance. It's actually what I was going through, what I endured, what I lived through. And I think one of those things is like, you know, I think a lot of veterans are misunderstood when they come back into society is because people don't really understand them. And so it's kind of hard to talk to somebody or, you know, to, have them help you or reach out. You know, a lot of veterans, you know, we served our country. We have great aptitude. We have great skills and and we're marketable and we want to do great things. I mean, uh, one thing I was listening to this um, podcast the other day, I just started, it was actually a book. I just started reading it. And uh, actually let me get the the title of it here real quick. It's called out with the devil. For 75 years, this book was held and, and it wasn't, you know, uh, public. So I guess through the family and uh, a couple of deaths, they had put this book out. It's by Napoleon Hill. And this guy way back in the day, he was three feet from gold, you know, like a, um, a gold miner. Uh, uh, and so he was like so close and he gave it up. He sold it to a, you know, a prospector or something like that. Somebody else, they did the research. They brought the right equipment in. And then they found the gold, but the guy did that and he could have just like completely quit, but he ended up creating this insurance company, I guess, at the time that was like super large. So the point is, is that you could have failure. You could be really close to where you're supposed to be at, but at the end of the day, it's, it's on your perseverance. You know, I think when you, I think the successes are great, but your failures actually catapult you forward a, a lot further.
0: So talking about failure, right? we all have a lot of failures, whether you look at them daily or over a long period of time, what would you say your failure that has ultimately led to your greatest success has been?
1: Well, you know, one of the, it's interesting, my failures, it's not really failures in the sense of I failed. It's more, I didn't have enough resources or financial means or capital to pursue what I was, what I was doing. So for example, um, when I got out of the military, I, and, uh, I didn't, I had my GI bill post nine 11. It took me nine years. I met another veteran, Alan Allison. It's, it's, this is again, documented information that's out there. But when I met him, he inspired me to go back to college. And so when he did that, I did that, but I hadn't met somebody, you know, I really believe in mentorship. That's something that's really valuable. Um, but so then, you know, uh, I had some capital, I published three books. And I did a book signing tour with Barnes and Noble's. You know, I was, I was selling books, like 40 books every book signing. And one of them was Bridging the Gap from Soldier to Civilian, A Roadmap to Success for Veterans. And so, this is a book I wrote to help veterans who are transitioning from the military with their mental health, starting a business, going back to school, all those attributes. And, you know, I was in several veteran magazines for that book and had a lot of notoriety, but it wasn't a financial gain. So, I didn't necessarily fail, but I didn't reach where I was, you know, trying to get to. But it was still selflessly based. I wasn't really trying. It wasn't about the money at the time, but you need the money. That's the thing. But it's like getting the book in the hands of people that need it to help them in their transition. And so that was a learning experience there that when you're dealing with bootstrap entrepreneurship, that everybody's trying to put your hand in your pocket. And so that was something that I, that was a great learning experience because you only have so much capital as an entrepreneur, and if you're you don't you know if you don't unless you have business partners or someone around you that can really fund you, it's very difficult because and then you're a one man band too. So I was doing all these things on my own and you know doing social media and marketing and just trying to run my company. Um, but you know one success from that is I got audited. Um, by the federal government, you know, the IRS during my, uh, like, you know, three or four years later after I, the company was, uh, Power of One was my company. And I ran it from 2013 to 2016. And I got audited by the IRS and I had the transactions for everything. So like, you know, so there's some things to gain in there, you know, so even though I didn't gain, you know, like a million dollars from the company or anything like that, it was a learning experience. And that's really what led me on to the next chapter of my life and figuring out where I was going next.
0: Right. and You talked about where you've gone next. I mean, just look at the last five years and what you've been able to accomplish, you know, from 2021 all the way back to 2016. Right. Like at that pivotal moment. So as you look back, let's, you know, at that five years, what would you say is like maybe a new belief or behavior outside of, you know, learning from those failures um, that has really kind of improved your life? Well, the main thing I
1: learned, honestly, is that you can't do it alone. <laughs> As veterans, you know, man, we want to get in there and, and we, you know, you got your brother and sister to your left and right and, you know, you rely on each other. But again, when you go in a civilian world, you kind of feel lost. It doesn't matter what your rank is or what you do. You, you know, sometimes you can get, you know, it's a big ocean out there and you got to swim in it. You know, it's like finding Nemo. You got to get out there and you really got to <laughs> find your way. And uh, what I learned is that I can't do it on my own. And so I really started to branch out and try to form partnerships and get more people included in my ideas and my vision. I'm a big vision guy. I'm a 30,000 feet guy. I'm 100% disabled vet. I had two traumatic brain injuries in the uh, army. I was in a Bradley that flipped over in Germany and I had a TOW missile fell out. Somebody jammed it in a Connex, and it fell on top of my head and busted my head open. So I had two TBIs when I was in over uh, in Germany. So when I got the service dog, it was like I was taking my injuries external because you know I, I stay in shape, I work out, I compete in Spartan races, but I have th- degeneration in three vertebrates in my neck. So you know a lot of vets are out here dealing with things and you look at them, you think, oh, they're perfectly fine, but you really have no idea what somebody's dealing with. So honestly, I had a verified Twitter, deleted that. I just kind of stepped away and I wanted some time to take for myself and my mental health. And I think, you know, a lot of veterans, you know, we need that. We need to pause for a minute, even hard chargers and people that are out there in the space and they really want to do great things in the community and make a difference. You know, what I realized is I got to take care of me. And if, unless I take care of me, then I can't help any other vet.
0: What you said there is was key, right? Like you need to be able to realize when you need to take a knee and drink some water, right? Cause you can't always go as much as you want to serve and help other people. You can't always just be going a hundred times cause you're going to reach burnout. And that's, that's bad when other people are like kind of relying on you. And sometimes you have to recognize, Hey, it's time for me to take a little bit of a step back, reevaluate this situation and then move forward. So as you've now you've taken your knee, it's not just one knee and you're good to go. It's a constant, you know, balance. Where are you looking next? Like, what are you working on? Like, is is there a skill ability, you know, something what's, what's the next step?
1: Well, there's a couple of next steps. And, um, you know, obviously I want, like I mentioned, I, I do want to run for Congress again. But what I ended up doing re- most recently is I'm connecting with uh, my business partner, and we're starting an F45 franchise in, in uh, on the west coast of Florida. I was in the South Florida for the last three years, um, and so that's where I ran for U- U.S. Congress in Florida District 21 in 2019-2020 election. And so, you know, that's what I, you know, I love fitness, and it's always been a passion of mine. I compete in Spartan races. Um, I think that there's a lot of, you know, programs for veterans out there. To help them to to stay in shape, and that's something that I want to do through the F45 franchise. I'm going to be starting. It's going to be in the Venice, uh, Port Charlotte, Northport area on the west coast of Florida. So, if if any veteran is in that area, I'm looking forward to trying to you know get you into the gym, work out with you, and really connect with people. But uh, hopefully, this is going to help some help create some capital where I can really continue to do the things that I love to do, like writing books you know, being out in the space and really helping and advocating for veterans. And, uh, that's what I'm all about, man. Like me, I, I, another thing I learned during that time period is that money doesn't make you happy. I had a lot of success. I have accomplished a lot, but you know, when I was at the top of the mountain, it kind of was like what I was saying earlier when I was at the top of the mountain, it's lonely up there. When you, when you get there alone, you know, you got your rucksack and you know, you you're, for example, when I was a kid, I was like, okay, I had a really tough, I was like, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars and I want to drive a Mercedes Benz. That, that was my goal before I joined the army. Honestly, that was my life goal. I was like, I want to make a hundred grand. I want to drive a Benz. I want to be somebody like, and, and so then I achieved those things. And I was like, these goals and these, you know, I'm 43 right now. And this was in my 30s when I started accomplishing a lot of a lot of my goals. You know, I really started accelerating. I think in my 20s, it was kind of like a, a, a growing up period of my life. And then in my 30s, I, I mean, I was able to really in those 10 years really explode. And now I'm 43 and I'm really realizing the importance of what you're doing and how you're doing it and who is impacted by what you do. So, you know, I think we're always growing and developing and, you know, leadership development is a big part of my mission and, and what I see that we can do um, in the foxhole for each other. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're just one person. And, you know, that's kind of goes back to power of one. That's the company I started. One person could change the world. I believe that then. And I, and I still believe it now is that, you know, it all it takes is one person you get the community together, you get the people involved, and from there anything is possible. But we need that in this country. We need patriots. We need people to stand up and fight for our freedoms. And anything I can do with anybody in your audience or any other organization, you know, I'm gonna be trying to, you know, obviously be marketing locally, marketing locally here to help vets in this region, get in with police departments, fire departments, first responders, because they're also equally as important. You know, they go through trauma. Um, out in the community every day and and it's not easy for them as well. So I think community-based um, engagement is really important.
0: No, that's a great point. You talked about a lot of different things in there. I want to focus on the development piece though. So Michael Bloomling Jr., how are you better than yesterday?
1: Being humble, you know, I learned about that, you know, being Sergeant Bloomling, coming out of the military, high speed, low drag, you know, I learned to be humble, man. That was like something that, you know, in that growing up period of my life is that, you know what? Yeah, I'm Sergeant Bloomling, you know, I did a lot of great things, but guess what? You know, somebody else did something too. So it's more about what the experience did that I can share with them versus what it did for myself.
0: Great point. You covered it perfectly. Like it's about serving others, continue to help serve even after you've hung up your boots. So we have a small segment at the end of the show about stacking wins, right? There's, there's little victories every day that we have that sometimes go unnoticed. What's the win that you're stacking right now?
1: The main thing right now is I'm trying to, you know, get this new company started. I'm really happy about that. You know, it's really exciting Um, I want to get back to what I love doing and and working with the people, you know, that's, that's where you can make the change. That's where you can make a difference. And, you know, I still have that vision in my mind as a seven or eight year old that, you know, God put on my heart that I'm going to impact millions of people. So, you know, I got my rucksack on, I got my boots strapped up, you know, I, I took a year and some time off. I kind of disconnected from everything. So I really appreciate, you know, the opportunity to come on and just like, you know, kind of like my coming out party again on, on got your six and I'm out here ready to put rounds down range, one shot, one kill and and make a difference. And, uh, I just love being around our veteran community. I just feel like, you know, it's, it brings you so much happiness and joy.
0: So if people want to reach out to you, right. The Twitter is the Twitter coming back on where, where are people going? To reach out and connect?
1: Well, right now, I mean, I'll be out there with the F45 once I get all the contracts signed and get the location. I'm worried now it should be open by January 1 with the build out of the facility and everything like that. But right now I'm on Instagram. It's uh, my, my Instagram handle is USA Spartan F45.
0: Michael Bloomling Jr. It was absolute pleasure. Thank you for your time. And of course, thank you for having our six.
1: Absolutely. God bless you, man. God bless your audience and God bless all the Patriots out there. Thank you.
0: Six is running right a new segment a couple episodes, and I'm super excited about it. Talking to all these incredible high performers, I've realized we need to stack the wins to achieve massive success. And I want you to know I have your back in these accomplishments. Let me know. Go to either Twitter or Instagram, got your six pod with the number six. There's a Google form there let me know a win you or somebody else recently experienced and deserves some recognition. I want you to know I'm stacking the wins with you each episode, so we'll give you a little shout-out at the end of each episode just so you know we got your six.
1: I don't know what you've been told, Sixers.